This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 103 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. Today's episode is going to focus on revolvers. Yep, the wheel guns. There are seven reasons that even revolvers can fail. Yes, even revolvers can malfunction, but here's a few tips on what you can do if your wheel gun wilts on you. There is a belief among many new as well as experienced shooters that revolvers are immune to malfunction. When I teach the NRA basic pistol course and the NRA instructor pistol courses, I always ask the students to name the pros and cons of both semi-automatic pistols and revolvers. It seems that I always hear that revolvers do not malfunction and will always fire when you squeeze the trigger. It is true that revolvers are less prone to malfunction than semi-auto pistols. However, they're not malfunction-free. Some revolver stoppages or malfunctions can be remedied at the range. But there are other stoppages or malfunctions that need to be taken to a professional gunsmith. One issue that you could have with your revolver is a loose extractor rod. A loose extractor rod can catch you by surprise. Here's what happens. The revolver works as it should. You squeeze the trigger, the cylinder rotates, the hammer drops, and the cartridge fires. The problem occurs when you push or depress the cylinder release to eject the spent cases. When the cylinder release is pushed or depressed, the cylinder does not swing out because it's in a bind. The problem occurs when the extractor rod backs out or unscrews because of the recoil, which then puts the extractor rod in a bind. 
The remedy for this, as will most gunsmiths tell you, is to put a rag over the cylinder and use a rubber, hammer, or mallet to tap the cylinder to force it out. Then you can simply retighten it. To prevent this problem, get in the habit of periodically tightening the rod by turning it with your hand. You never want to use tools to tighten the rod because if your rod tends to loosen often, you sure don't want to use glue products to hold the threading into place. This could cause even bigger problems if you ever need to remove the extractor rod for other repairs or firearm maintenance. Another revolver issue is a dirty extractor star. The extractor star pushes the live or spent rounds clear of the cylinder when the extractor rod is pushed. A dirty extractor star can interfere with the rotation of the cylinder, interrupting the cycling of the revolver. A dirty star can also interfere with the hammer operation by preventing the round from being properly seated against the cylinder. This problem occurs due to improper cleaning or shooting dirty ammunition. If you own a revolver, learn how to properly clean it after shooting and become familiar with all the moving parts that are important for the cycling of the action. Another revolver issue is called bullet creep or bullet jump. I have heard of this problem for years, but was not sure how often it occurred. That is, until it happened to me. Bullet creep or bullet jump can stop the action from cycling. This usually occurs when shooting large and powerful magnum loads. As the revolver recoils from a shot, the bullet of the other cartridges within the cylinder can actually jump out of their case. Even if it's just a few millimeters of a creep that bullet does, it's going to cause issues with your revolver. For example, if your cylinder rotates counterclockwise and the bullet jumps from a cartridge on the left side, you can just swing out the cylinder because the bad round is on the side that the swing out occurs. But if the bullet jump occurs on the right side, it blocks the cylinder from being able to swing out. This jump is just enough to stop the cylinder from rotating because a bullet is protruding out the front of the cylinder. Sometimes bullet jump or bullet creep can be dealt with by swinging the cylinder out and extracting the round. Other times the bullet needs to be removed from the case. This needs to be done very carefully and ideally by a trained individual because what you're doing is actually taking a live round apart. It's always advisable that a loaded firearm never leaves the gun range. You always want to have the phone number of a gunsmith or somebody that's very familiar with working on firearms. Have that number handy so you can call them to you. Oftentimes, a lot of gun ranges will have a gunsmith right there on site that can help you deal with these problems that you may encounter on the range. What causes this type of stoppage is usually because the bullet of reloaded ammunition 
was not properly crimped in the case. This is why it's considered a good habit to only carry factory-loaded ammunition in your self-defense handgun. Another issue that revolvers might have is what's called short cycling. This occurs when the trigger is squeezed, the hammer starts to move back, but then the pressure is taken off the trigger and the hammer returns to its uncocked position. When this happens, the rotation gear could fall in between the position needed for proper rotation when the trigger is squeezed again. This problem can interfere with the proper cycling of the firearm. This is an easily corrected condition, but could be a problem when seconds count in a potential self-defense situation. When a short cycle occurs, you can simply reach up with your support hand and manually rotate the cylinder until it clicks into place. You can also push or depress the cylinder release, swinging out the cylinder and then closing it again. This should correctly reposition the cylinder. Another revolver issue can be broken springs. If the main spring, trigger return spring, or any other internal component breaks in your revolver, you need to take it to a qualified gunsmith. When these components fail, the revolver is rendered useless. I've had a mainspring break, and when I did, I found myself holding a very expensive paperweight. If you notice a change in the operation of the hammer or trigger, such as it getting softer or harder, be proactive and take your wheel gun to a gunsmith. The last thing you want to experience is a broken component in your handgun when you need it the most. Another revolver issue is the cylinder being out of tune. When a cylinder is out of tune with the barrel, the stoppage or malfunction can range from failing to fire to shaving off the bullet. When a bullet is shaven when you fire it, pieces of debris can fly out from the cylinder. These shavings can cause serious injury to the shooter or to the bystander, which is another reason why it's very important that you always have on your eye protection when on the range. A cylinder that is out of tune can occur from the factory or it can develop as parts wear out. This is another condition that requires you to employ a qualified gunsmith or have your revolver sent back to the manufacturer for repairs. There are factory factors that can cause or prevent a revolver from operating properly. Some manufactured factors include components that are needed for the proper operation of the firearm. Manufactured locking devices can render a revolver useless if the owner forgets to disengage them. Don't forget about the moon clips. If a revolver cylinder is machined to accept moon clips, failure to use them can cause a misfire situation. If you load a revolver in which the cylinder is machined for a moon clip without using one, it may not always fire around when the trigger is squeezed. Once again, your safety can be compromised. It should be clear by now that revolvers are not a foolproof firearm for self-defense. It is certainly true that semi-automatic pistols are more prone to malfunctions. In fact, revolvers rarely have stoppages in the cycle of the firearm. 
The difference is that most semi-automatic pistols, their malfunctions can be remedied relatively quickly. This means that you can usually fix the problem and get back to shooting right away. Revolver malfunctions are usually more serious in that you may not be able to correct the problem as soon as it happens, meaning you may have to take your firearm into a gunsmith or sent back to the manufacturer for repair. These revolver malfunctions usually take more time to correct. Problems with malfunctions and stoppages can be mitigated with range time, regardless if you're using a revolver or a semi-automatic pistol. Practicing at the range is not only important for accuracy with your firearm, but it's also important in getting more able to deal with these stoppages. Another thing to be very aware of is the revolver's cylinder gap. Failing to avoid the cylinder gap can result in damage far worse than just a pinched finger. Safe gun handling is the cornerstone to all firearms training. As a firearm instructor, this is what I teach and preach in the classroom, and this is what I teach and preach ad nauseum on the range. We cannot get enough of safety briefings followed by more safety concluded with even more safety. But what about other parts of the firearm? We just discussed several different revolver issues, but there is another component to shooting a revolver that we all must be aware of. Even if we follow all the safety rules, accidents can still happen. If you shoot long enough, you will experience that pinched finger when charging the slide of your pistol, or if you insert a magazine during a speed reload and pinch your finger. More painful is a slide burn if your hand gets in the way of the slide of a semi-automatic after discharging your firearm. These accidents cause more embarrassment or pain than a lasting serious injury. The conditions described usually can be dealt with by just applying a Band-Aid. The exception to this rule is failing to avoid the cylinder gap on a revolver. The cylinder gap is the area in front of a revolver cylinder behind the barrel. Improper grip is the reason most injuries occur from the cylinder gap. These injuries can range from a third-degree burn to the loss of a finger. When gripping a revolver, the strong hand, keeping your finger indexed and off the trigger, should be firmly wrapped around the grip, heel on the back strap with middle, ring, and pinky fingers across the front strap. The thumb of the shooting hand should lay horizontal under the cylinder release alongside the frame. Your weak hand should be placed on the opposite side of the grip, heel of the strong hand to heel of the weak hand. The fingers of the weak hand need to be wrapped firmly on top of the middle, ring, and pinky fingers of the strong hand. The thumb of the weak hand should firmly while applying a slight pressure, rest on top of the thumbnail of the shooting hand. The most important part of a revolver grip is ensuring that the fingers of the weak hand are wrapped around the front strap on top of the strong hand fingers. 
injuries occur when the index or middle finger is extended along the frame and the cylinder. When you do this, the fingers extend past the cylinder in front of the exposed opening. The injury occurs when the burning powder and gases escape through the cylinder gap. The cylinder gap is the space between the cylinder and the forcing cone of the barrel. This gap can range from four to seven thousandths of an inch. Different calibers have different pressures per square inch or PSI. The larger the pressure, the more intense the escaping gases are from the cylinder gap. SAMI, or the Sporting Arms and Ammunition Manufacturers Institute, establishes the recommended maximum pressures of different calibers. The most common self-defense calibers for humans and large animal predators include 38 Special, which is 17,000 PSI, 357 Magnum, which is 35,000 PSI, 44 Magnum, which is 36,000 PSI, 454 Casul, which is 65,000 PSI, 460 Smith & Wesson, which is 65,000 PSI, and 500 Smith & Wesson, which is also 65,000 PSI. As you can see, a 357 Magnum and a 44 Magnum could cause a serious burn or even cut the skin of the finger. It's also evident that the PSI from a 474 Casul, a 460 Smith & Wesson, and a 500 Smith & Wesson could destroy a finger. As a general rule, the more powerful the cartridge, the higher the PSI. But keep in mind that there are a lot of factors that translate caliber, bullet weight, and the powder of the charge, such as standard versus magnum, into the amount of PSI. For example, the 40 grain 22 long rifle cartridge has a maximum pressure of 24,000 PSI. That is higher than the 158 grain 357 Magnum at 35,000 PSI and the 250 grain 45 long Colt at 14,000 PSI. If seeing is believing, the internet is full of videos showing the destruction of fingers placed in front of a cylinder. A good representation of the power escaping from the cylinder gap in videos is one of which a hot dog with a skewer run through the length of the hot dog is placed in front of a cylinder gap. After viewing a few of these videos, you will see the importance of keeping your fingers away from the cylinder gap. Shooting is supposed to be fun because it is, when done safely. Nothing can end that fun faster than needing to go to the emergency room to have your finger put back together. It is up to each shooter and it's our responsibility to know our firearm and how to use it safely. This includes any parts of the firearm that you should avoid while shooting as well. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters, and creating memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you've heard another North American Outdoors podcast. 
For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day.